Go home. Go home. Go home. Welcome to episode 105 of the Go Home Show. I'm your host, Eric Bedour, along with my co-host, tag team partner, best friend, Brian Abishaka. Brian. Yo, Oos. How you doing today? I'm good, Oos. Brian's decided that we're all Oos now. Yeah, Oos. How's that going? We're, uh, we're all part of the family, Oos. Yeah? Yeah, Oos. Every Oos is going to be included. Uh, everything is about being an Oos, and um, it's Oos so crazy in this house. Uh, so welcome, Oos, to the family and to the Go Home Show episode Uso Us, uh, where we are um, Unoso Us and Tuso Us, and uh, Uso Crazy is our mantra. Welcome to our show. <laughs> Welcome to our show. <laughs> Welcome to the Psycho Circus. <laughs> uh, how's it going, Us? Uh, guys, we're here, episode 105 of the Go Home Show. Uh, it's in the books. No more. It's, we're done with this. Yeah. Uh, or I guess we can do it. Yeah. Either way. I mean, I took notes, so why not? You know what? Yeah. Yeah, I see. Okay. If you you took notes, we can cover this stuff, I guess. Um, Gotta try not to... Gotta try not to take notes next time. Uh, We can get out of here. Yeah. We don't have to do this. This sucks. No, we love being here with you. (laughs) Uh, Guys, episode 105 is a very special episode. um, Because... So many people got fired last week. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they did. A lot of people got fired. Yeah, and they didn't stop because somebody else got fired last night. night. Yeah. Yesterday. Uh, as of this recording today. But, yesterday. <clears throat> Let's see. Let's go for uh, Hornswoggle, Santino, El Torito, mm-hmm. Cameron, Alex Riley. Damian Sandow. That's six right there. Who are the other two? Brooklyn Brawler. Right. Who got released today. Who am I missing? Somebody in the chat said there there are eight. Yeah. I'm they they they're telling me I'm missing someone. Who? 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 Who could it be? I don't know. I don't know. Oh yeah. Uh it's um Zeb Coulter. Oh, Zeb Coulter! Dirty Dutch Mantel. Yosemite Sam himself. I forgot. That's That should be saying something. Yep. Um, a lot of releases, and then the rumor is Ryback, they're just going to let his contract expire. Oh, really? Oh, Wade Barrett. Oh, yeah, Wade Barrett. Also. They, they let his contract go. Right. Um, And there's a lot of rumors that Adam Rose is going to be on his way out also. Oh, poor social outcasts. That's okay, they don't need him. I think they work better as a trio. Right now you have too many groups that are... Four, why would you have a tri- like? Are too many groups out of three? Why would you have a, a, a group that's four? Yeah, I don't know because they broke up the League of Nations. I guess. Yeah, I mean, with Wade Barrett being gone too, so yep. it they didn't need it, and it was a uh, it was not fun for anyone. Nobody was getting over. Nobody was having to like. Was Sheamus on Raw? I don't know. No, was Del Rio on Raw? No, I don't think they were. That's weird. No, this this Raw had. Almost all new people except for Ryder, uh-huh. Miz, Y2J, and Ziggler. Mm-hmm. Weird. I'm, I'm pretty sure. And then, like, yeah, Roman Reigns and Dean Ambrose, but they're, I mean, they're newer. Weird. Very weird. Wow. Um, Yeah, Raw's, Raw's going to be interesting for a while, I guess. But those are all the releases. Um, A lot of jokes, but that is sad because people got fired. Yeah. But ultimately, that's business, I guess, so... You want to be upset? You can be upset if you want to be, but there's not really anything you can do about it. Um, I don't know. Thoughts on, on anywhere in particular? I mean, obviously, mm-hmm. uh, Damien Sandow being released is a, it's kind of a, a hit to everybody. Or that one hurts the most just because you really felt like something was was going to happen with him. Um, but, you know, <clears throat> it, it now it's not. It's done, and really it's probably better for him because he'll go to TNA or... 
he'll probably go to you know the indies for a while maybe go to lucha underground i would that'd be cool i think he'd do really well over yeah. there i think that uh i think the person who's gonna have the hardest time with indie bookings is gonna be alex riley oh alex riley is not gonna keep he can't keep wrestling i mean people will book him but it'll be in like a gymnasium in you know pensauken new jersey is that a city yes wow the headquarters of my company in, nice on, in the u.s <laughs> nice i'm like damn, you really pulled that one out <laughs> yeah but Ge- geographic man but i mean i guess they'll all have to say it to his face that he sucks yeah a um, lot, lot of those jokes blowing up timelines so that's that was okay. that was always fun i thought it was really funny that he was on this week's nxt they have a really good way he's on of, next week's nxt of firing somebody and then having them on tv for nxt for the next two three weeks <laughs> and it's so awkward yep because you know they're not there, and... We're going to have to watch Nakamura kick the shit out of them. Oh, that's going to be fun. That's tonight. Tonight. Tonight is the night. Mm-hmm. Um, so that'll be interesting. Uh, I don't know. The I think uh, you never want to see people get released, but really, what do you do? I mean, yeah. It, yeah, it's... New talent comes in. Old talent goes out. Uh, I think Wade Barrett's going to go down as one of the biggest missed opportunities Yeah. in... in you know, WWE's long legacy. Yep. That guy should have been way higher in a spot than he ended up. I know they were gun-shy because he was injured a lot. But at the same time, like, you would give him a gimmick, he'd get it over pretty well. Yeah. And then you'd just kind of pull the rug out from under him and not do anything with him. And so, I don't know. It, it's kind of a bummer. Yeah. Um But, you know, I think he, I think it's going to be good for him. He'll go away for a little bit. Uh Stay out of wrestling for a while, mm-hmm. you know, re-energize, and maybe he'll come back. Maybe he'll go into fighting. He's a young dude, so yep, it's not like he's gonna be down and out. No, nope. I think you're gonna see El Torito uh, end up in Lucha Underground. Oh yeah, I would definitely think so. I mean, you kind of have to with with Mascarita Sagrada there and everything. You might as well. Mm-hmm. And he's gonna, you know, he'll be a lot of fun to watch, dude. Uh, those will be good matches. Uh, just him, him against anyone's gonna yeah. be awesome. So yeah. It'll be good. Um, yeah, so that's uh, that. That's pretty much it. Uh, the injury argument is bullshit because Ra- because Randy gets injured all the time. I don't think that's true. He has a history of injuries, but every time they, every time Barrett was given the opportunity, mm-hmm. he would get injured like within three weeks. Yeah, and then they'd have to like rejigger everything. And and yeah, Randy Orton's gotten injured too, but not to not severe injuries. Well, it, it's just not every time they have him, like they push him. Yeah, he was a champion for almost a what eight nine months. Yeah. Plus, he's Randy Orton, and they're gonna pick the people that they want to make exceptions for. Yeah. So that's pretty much it. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. So that that's that's that. Oh yeah, and today in uh. Steve Lombardi, the Brooklyn brawler, got released. I think he was just an agent. Yeah. Um, so that's sad, too. Yeah. There you go. But oh well. Yep. Oh well it is. Uh, Bullet Club took over New Japan at Global Wars. Damn. Hell yeah. Bullet Club's everywhere. Hell, yeah, dude. They're awesome. Everywhere. <laughs> Every major promotion they New, have New people. Japan, Ring of Honor, WWE, and even, I mean, I guess Balor in NXT. Yeah. Hmm. That's, uh, I think one of the Bucks tweeted that or retweeted a picture of that where it was just like all four of the places where it's worth watching wrestling, they are there. They huh. have a presence. That is pretty crazy. Yeah. Cra- so, I mean, really, really crazy. And it's, and it's all on their own. Like, it's not a, sa- a saddled gimmick that they had to kind of carry. It was, you know, let's make this yep. thing that's just, it's organic, it's us, it's really like playing off of our own, you know egos and personalities and making these really really interesting performers <clears throat> yep and they're everywhere yep and uh so I, I don't know the uh the bullet club taking over everywhere that's an interesting angle i like it at least and uh i don't it's 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 pretty cool uh i want to read a an email about oh man this is a really long one uh oh yeah i saw that email <clears throat> from john c who went to the ROH New Japan show in Dearborn, Michigan. Last night was Ring of Honor New Japan uh, War of the Worlds from Dearborn, Michigan. I'd like to briefly pick up the card and share my thoughts. show started with Bull Club coming out with new member Adam Cole. So at Global Wars in Chicago, Adam Cole joined the Bullet Club. 
before the show, <clears throat> the Young Bucks promised there would be a new member of the Bullet Club. Dang. And they also promised there would be the most, it would be the biggest super kick party, the most super kicks you've ever seen. So in their match, Mr. Wrestling 3, the announcer, had a counter at the bottom mm-hmm. where every time there was a super kick, it was going to tick. Yeah. In their match, the Young Bucks threw zero super kicks. Mr. Wrestling 3 was so distraught. He was so upset. It's awesome. So, 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 so sad. Then later, during the main event of Jay Lethal and Colt Cabana, mm-hmm. the Young Bucks show up, toss them both shirts, the lights go out, they come back up. Adam Cole shows up, and then they proceed to hit 51 super kicks on everyone and everything that moved, including mm-hmm. Jay Lethal, Colt nice. Cabana, guys who came from the back, people around the ring, both of the announcers, Kevin Kelly and Mr. Wrestling Number 3, as well as the Young Bucks' father. Okay. So Adam Cole, oh my god. Adam Cole is now in Damn. the Bullet Club and I think he's going to Japan. Oh man, he's in yep. so well there. Yep. That guy is such a natural heel, they're going to fucking hate him. Mhm. Uh the, this email from John C says that Adam Cole is very good looking in real life. Later in the night War Machine faced off against uh Okada and Gato. War Machine played heel while the Rainmakers were uproariously cheered. I don't know if you heard about this. Okada was insanely over. War Machine picked up the win, but soon after, Bad Influence, which is Frankie Kazarian and Chris Daniels, came out mm. to challenge for the tag titles later in that night, and they ended up winning. Whoa! So new Our tag team, yep, nice. new tag team champions. Wow. The night before, Ishii lost the television title. Yeah. To Bobby Fish by ref stoppage. Oh, dude. Yep. Ref stoppage. Yep. Dude, we got to see that match. Yep. Uh, wow. In this event, Ishii went one-on-one with Moose, which is awesome. He said, uh, this match was excellent, and I'm lucky to have heard these hits live. Wow. Moose <clears throat> Rhino, who's running for state representative in Dearborn, came out and gored some guy twice. He's getting my vote. <laughs> That's oh, great. Man. My favorite match of the night was Red Dragon against Jay Lethal and Naito. There were a lot of funny spots in this match with Naito, uh, Lethal, and Taylor Hendricks playing Stooge, and uh, Red Dragon playing straight. Everyone was entertaining the match with Red Dragon picking up the win. Main event was Bullet Club, just the Young Bucks, the Gorillas of Destiny. I fucking love that name. It's great. Uh, and Adam Cole against the Motor City Machine Guns, the Briscoes, and Colt Cabana. Wow. Adam Page came out to attack, and I guess he joined the Bullet Club. Adam Page has been doing this hangman gimmick where mm-hmm. he comes out with like a noose, and he's hanging people. Dang. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Uh, wow. They didn't exactly say, but I guess we'll see. Also, the Bullet Club lynched Saban. It was insane. Wow. Overall, the War of the Worlds was great. Time this is a great show. Thank you. You can follow Pizza Boyfriend on Twitter. Nice. Uh, yeah. Thank so, you. I heard awesome things about all this War of the Worlds, Global Wars, all the stuff that's been going around with uh, Ring of Honor and New Japan. Mm-hmm. Crazy shit. Man, I wish uh, I wish there was somewhere we could watch it consistently. We'll have to watch it online. Yep. They had a, it, it was a traditional pay-per-view for Ring of Honor. Oh, really? Yeah, on Sunday you can oh, order it on cool. pay-per-view. So that, I think that's interesting. Um, but if you guys have reports, send them in. Go home show at Mega64.com. We love reading reports from you guys. House shows, uh, TV tapings, even indie shows that you yep. go to. We always want to hear, but I wanted to get to that one first because uh, that's some big news. New, new Bullet Club members, yeah. uh, title changes in ROH. Everything's kind of upside down, and it's, uh, it's really exciting. Wow. It, I mean, it's a really exciting time to be a fan of, like, indie wrestling mm-hmm. in America, wrestling in general, like, around the world in Japan and everything, and especially with, like, this global cruiserweight tournament, which mm. I think is now called the Cruiserweight Invitational. Mm. I think they changed the name. It um, makes more sense. There's a lot of talk about them doing a women's tournament after this, oh, and really? then a tag tournament also, which, hey, the more exposure we can get, hell yeah, let's yep. get 3.0 in here. I want to hear some more defense chants. That's, you know, that's my thing. Uh, there's a lot of talk or a lot of people and buzz around a women's tag team championship. Uh, I'm glad that you agree with me on this. I feel like it's not necessary. They booked two women's matches on Raw. You're gonna have a, you're gonna have a women's title and a tag title. Why? Yeah. I, I just, your roster's not as deep and there's no need to have an extra set of belts. Mm Mm-hmm. Um... 
Not to say that there aren't a lot of women's wrestlers that will be good soon. Oh, I have I have no problem with... Uh, I would love if they had three, four women's matches on Raw. Yeah. You book two. Yeah. So what do we do with titles? I mean, they... You can't... You, like, you have three for, main... For, for the last ten years, you've had trouble booking one women's championship. Let's not fucking nosedive into the three-foot pool. Yeah. And go... Well, they've been booking this good for about four months. Let's can we get women's tag titles? Can we fucking pump the goddamn brakes? Can you wait and let's have like a good run of just women's wrestling mm-hmm. just for like a year? And and let's not even just look at it necessarily in the in the realm of only the women's side. You have three main t- uh, males titles yep. on WWE, and they can only book two of two them. of them. Yeah. That's that's decent, and the tag titles, which has only now mm-hmm. become good. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not saying that more titles aren't the solution. Exactly, that's it. This it, is the same. I feel like the same people who are saying, "Yeah, we should get women's tag titles," are the same people that go, "Yeah, bring back the cruiserweight championship." And it's like more titles aren't a solution. Mm-hmm. You just need to book people consistently. You need to write better stories. Mm-hmm. And book them more consistently. That's it. Look, look at uh, Lucha Underground. Yes, they effectively have like seven titles or whatever uh, with but, the, with the gift of the gods. But they don't. I mean, they really. They're just. They're wrestling for pieces, essentially, like for as like an invitational to get into like one match mm-hmm. to get the gift of the gods championship. But there are only three titles in the yeah. whole thing, and and the gift of the gods thing isn't even a thing until the very end. And and like. I know, I know that the Gift of the Gods was on the line on every match last week, but I mean, and we'll get into more depth with it, Sexy Star versus Mariposa was, that would have been good regardless of if they were going for, it had, it had so little it, to it, do it with had, the medallion. It had zero to do with the medallion. <clears throat> it really had zero to do with the medallion. I almost, in totally, bringing totally, this up. Totally forgot it forgot. was for a medallion. Yeah. Totally forgot. Yep. Because you book a great story, then I'm interested. Yep. Yeah, it's. The opposite of New Japan. New Japan has too many titles. Mm-hmm. Uh, who are the trios champions right now? Uh, it in uh, in New Japan. Uh huh. Isn't it um, uh, Kenny Omega and uh, Nope. No. Nope. Those are the tag titles. No that that's who that's who had it before. Oh, I didn't know they lost. Uh, uh-huh. Then no, I have no idea. But I, I mean, I also don't know. I'm pretty was. sure it's Elgin Tanahashi and Yoshitatsu. Hmm. Unless they lost it. Yeah. There's too many titles. There. Yeah. But, like, I don't have a huge problem with that because really all I watch from New Japan are, like, the pay-per-views. Yeah. And and with New Japan, it, you gotta remember that it's more hierarchical. Mm-hmm. So having... Oh, de- oh definitely. Having you, those, you work your way up those ranks. So you need that kind of, like, step-up title because it means a lot in that division you're in. Like, Kenny Omega uh, going for... Oh my god, you were right. The Elite won the titles back. Oh, <laughs> nice. What the fuck? See, but that's what I'm saying. They lost it for one week. Yeah. What, to what purpose? Yeah. And do, you, do you feel like those are prestigious titles? Like, like you're seeing that and you're like, yeah, man, dude, cannot wait for the next Trios championship title match. Yeah. It's, it's that you want to never open weight championship. Didn't mean anything two years ago. No, now, it now it's awesome. And it's, it's because just, of the competitors. Yeah. And it's, the it's sluggers. It's guys that are just killing each other. Yeah, I would love to watch Hanma, Makabe, Ishii, Shibata, all those guys just wrestle each other. It wouldn't have to be for the title, but the fact that you have a title there, that's cool. Mm-hmm. It, like, that title just didn't mean as much a couple of years ago. Yeah. It's, it's, booking, it's booking stuff around it. I yeah. And, and like I said, you have to remember over there, it, it's, it's really you have to have the step up. Like, mm-hmm. we'll give these guys belts because <clears throat> they're doing well and they've earned it and now they're the junior champions. But they still aren't good enough to be the champions. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it, it makes more sense there because the whole structure is different. <coughs> still, way too many titles. I don't even know what all the titles are. And now yep. you have ROH titles there, too. Yeah. So it's like f- fucking too much. Who has... I don't think they're, I don't think any of the New Japan guys have any, uh, have any of the titles anymore. Oh, now that Ishii lost it? Yeah. Yeah, I think that was it. I definitely need to see yeah. that match. Ishii is one of my <clears throat> favorite wrestlers, like, right now. Yep. Like, oh, he's great. Uh, oh, there's a picture. Our buddy JB Rowe <laughs> of jbrowe.com has the picture of the century. I think I'm going to use it as the... Oh, you should. I think I'm going to use it as as the thumbnail for the YouTube video this week. It's JB and Ishii, and they're... It's great. 
fuck, it's my favorite photo. It's such a it is photo. so funny. I should use it. And I should. should. I, yeah, definitely should. So, shouts out JB, who said that uh, he, when he went to the show, mm-hmm. he got pictures. Naito is like his favorite dude. Oh, really? And, yeah, he loves That's Naito cool. a lot. Um, so, he got pictures with all like these different guys or whatever. And he said, I've never seen somebody more positive than Tanahashi. He had no line in like the meet and greet. Mm-hmm. People didn't want to like get his autograph, whatever. Why? He's, I don't know. He said that it didn't matter. Tanahashi was just playing air guitar to himself, smiling and like pointing at people. Awesome. Awesome. Oh, that's great. That's so cool. Like, man, this, I, I love that. I love that so much. He is, he is the Japanese John Cena. Yeah. Yep. But Brian, I guess we should get into these shows. Let's go. Um, man, I'm so bad at time management. I'm so tired tonight. I have like, we're 20 minutes in. I'm so, so bad with time management tonight. That's all right. NXT opens with a Samoa Jomo. Samoa Joe says, I'm the champ. Oh, I guess we could mention that. Samoa Joe is the champion. Yeah. <clears throat> if you aren't caught up to it by this point and watch this podcast, I don't know what is going on. Yep. Uh, Samoa Joe beat, uh, he beat Finn Balor yeah. for the championship in Lowell, Massachusetts. Wow. And uh, this is the first taping of NXT back at Full Sail. And Samoa Joe comes out and says, anyone who wants to come uh, fight me, I'll choke you out. And then music hits, but no Titantron. And people don't know who it is. And people don't know who it is. And people don't know who it is. And then... Out walks Eric Young. What the fuck? What the fuck? How cool is that? Eric Young. Zaboa Joe. You know who I am. And I know you. You're Zamoa Joe. You're Zamoa Joe. That's pretty good. Yeah. Uh a couple of Eric's. Hey, hell yeah. So uh there you go. It's a, Eric Young is the next challenger for Samoa Joe's title tonight on NXT. Whoa. The motorcycle went really fast. I think a dog was piloting that motorcycle. Probably. Whoa. That's way too fast. The dog's got need that dog lives his life a quarter mile at a time. <laughs> Vin Diesel of dogs. Hell yeah. So Samoa Joe gets in uh in Eric Young's face and then walks off and he says, You don't deserve to be in the same ring as me. Next time you are, I'm gonna choke you out. They're the main event tonight. Awesome. Love it. Uh so uh now it's Tessa Blanchard against Nia Jax. Uh, this was a squishy squash. Yeah. Uh, Nia Jax just defeated Tessa Blanchard. Tessa got zero offense. Yep. But they keep calling Tessa Blanchard, so they like her, or they like Ricochet, or they like both. Uh, she's dating Ricochet. That's, I did not that's know like that. they're like, yeah. Oh, that's right. <laughs> I think that might be like the, hey, Tessa's here. Hey, Ricochet, you should come. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I think that they like the idea of a second generation women's wrestler because they see Charlotte getting over and everything too. Yeah. Ty Dillinger against Austin Aries. Can we say entrance of the year? Yes. Or, I, oh, I mean, absolutely. his entrance, Ty Dillinger's entrance, rules. The crowd loves him. They see him as their guy. He's a jobber to the stars. He never wins. Doesn't fucking matter. He did beat Elias Samson. <laughs> there you go. Uh, Ty Dillinger comes out. Has the coolest entrance. The camera work is so on point tonight. I yeah. think they have a they have a chest rig uh, steady cam, and it's killer. It looks great. It looks so good. Ty Dillinger has lights, a whole big intro. The crowd's on their feet chanting ten. He comes out doing a whole his ten poses, holds up ten in the middle of the ring. So so awesome. I'm so happy. Like Ty Dillinger. Makes me feel, like, so good seeing him succeed. Yeah. He just looks like he oozes charisma now. It's yeah. the worst haircut, the goofiest gimmick for a guy who loses. I love it. I, it, it. It, to me, it's the... It's the... Pat myself on the back. Like, mm-hmm. it's so great. I love I love the gimmick. I love it. And honestly, like, NXT has really good merchandise for their wrestlers, too. Mm-hmm. That shirt, I, it's, it's a cool shirt. Yep. That's why I'm a 10 and you're not a 10. Yep. Mm-hmm. Like, it's it, it's a good design. Everything about him looks good. He's good in the ring. He's solid. I'm I'm just... I love that he walks down to the ring. He's walking down the ramp and he stops halfway and the camera pulls back. Dude, and he's just, so he's cool. just standing and he's posed in front of a 10. Yeah. So awesome. And the crowd's chanting 10 the whole time. Every time 
they're counting one, two, three. It's it's ten, 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 and then it, instead of that was two, it's that was ten. Yeah, everything that has to do with numbers with him, everything's a ten. Everything, and it's he's great. The perfect ten. Uh, ties in control at the beginning of the match. Austin Aries rallies. He dives uh, to the inside with a Guerrero uh, little like flip splash sent on. Then he dives to the outside with a corkscrew plancha. Hits a rope neckbreaker. Uh, Ty Dillinger hits a fireman's carry to a neck and backbreaker. Man, that looked great. That should I be was... a finish. That looked awesome. I I thought he just stuck that so yep. well. Uh, was this the best match of the? No, no, the main event was the best match of the episode. Um, and yeah. the uh, Austin Aries comes back with a rolling elbow, drop kick, and a four fifty, and wins the match. I really liked it a yeah. lot. I thought Ty Dillinger looked great here. It's gonna slowly be Ty Dillinger losing like. Valiant effort, but losing. Valiant effort, but losing. And then squeaking out a win. And squeaking out a win. And then getting on a streak. And then going for tight. And, like, yeah, he's going to challenge for, like, the NXT championship. And he's going to get destroyed. But he's going to get his little shine here and there. And mm-hmm. the crowd's going to go nuts. Yeah. And and it'll be against Samoa Joe. Yep. And he'll have heart. And it'll yep. look good. And this is how you build a face. Yep. It's going to be great. Yep. I, and uh, uh, Dude L, just Dude L in the chat, it was Ushiguroshi. You're right. That That is what the... Fireman's carrying neck and back break us, uh, and, and it, it looked awesome. Thank you. It looked really, really great. Um, Hype Bros versus The Revival. Fucking hate Mojo Rally. Uh, Ryder gets pulled off the second rope, and there's heat on Ryder. Hot tag to Mojo. I say hot tag in quotes because everybody booed. Mojo hits a pounce, and then he hits a shatter machine. That's the end of that match. Anything? Yeah, I thought what the, what made this match really cool was the heel work. Um, you know, they always talk about cutting off the ring and keeping command of uh, of the of the match, not letting the other guy tag in. I thought the Revival worked so well as a team in this match that they don't really get a lot of credit for how well they work as a team. Yep. So, so this they, is... They, they are. They, they, do, they do all the basic stuff well, and, like, it, they look cohesive. Yeah. Yep. Uh, Alex Riley. He has a rage promo backstage. He's going to rage in a cage, and he's going to... you got to let him out. He's going to defeat... Shinsuke Nakamura, what does he do? He beats up guys in Japan. I don't even care. I'm beat him up. Okay, so we'll watch Alex Riley lose this week. He looked like Justin Gabriel on steroids. He really did. His like, really hair was all blown out yep. and like dyed black and like it's not dyed black. It's doing what mine's doing, which is just getting darker as he gets older. No, it's way too black. No, right. it's not. It's doing the same thing. I it it is legitimately doing this. Yeah. His hair's long and he has like silver strands in it, and that's why I cut mine. Because you didn't want to look like a Rai. Yeah. I did not want to look like A-Rai. Make, make me all self-conscious about my hair now, Brian. You brought it up. No. Nobody can even see. Now you look like you have cancer. There you go. Don't ask me the No way, Jose against Rufio. Uh... <laughs> Everybody chants. I forgot I said that. <laughs> we didn't know this guy's name. It's it's Noah Pochis, I think. Yeah. They don't say it until like way later. But me and Brian just kept saying, what's this guy's name? What the fuck? And Brian went, oh no, it looks like Rufio. And I said, all right, they don't name him. His name's Rufio. Yep. Wrote down Rufio. There you go. Uh, everybody chants the Olay chant. But they say Jose. Yep. Uh... Tom Phillips says, oh, this is great. This energy is contagious. And Corey Graves immediately sows the flu. Awesome. I love these guys. Yep. The cra- they're the best announced team. It, yeah. I mean, Tom, Tom Phillips does a great job of being the straight man. I don't want to undersell him, but Corey Graves is really that good yeah. at being the call guy who he's... Who, God, he's so awesome. Yeah. I love Corey I lo- Graves. I love to hate him, and yep. he's just... He's so good. Uh, the crowd starts chanting, Cisse Puede, and then there's the pitch punch. And the full Nelson slam by No Way Jose, he needs a different finish. No, uh, the full Nelson slam shouldn't be a finish. No. Uh, it didn't look good. No. Uh, and, and that's it. And uh, No Way Jose wins. Austin Aries cuts a promo with a banana backstage. He needs his potassium. He fucking needs it. Okay? Yep. Uh, he held a banana the whole promo. <laughs> yep, just then to he said say he, he needs potassium. He needs potassium. He's going to go replenish his potassium. Yeah. Uh, Samoa Joe and Finn Balor video package. Balor returns this week. And then we have Eric Young against Samoa Joe in the main event. Back and forth from the beginning. Eric Young gets tossed and Samoa Joe dives on the outside. This is a great wrestling match. Yeah. It's slow, but never, like, boring. Yeah. It's paced really well. You want Eric Young to come back so bad, but Samoa Joe, the heel, just keeps cutting him off and won't let him. Yeah. He just will not let him get offense in. And I I really like this match a lot. 
Samoa Joe hits a big running boot to the senton. I love that spot. Young rallies and then uh, gets cut off with a big back body drop. He rallies again, hits a big vertical suplex on Samoa Joe, goes to the top yeah. rope and hits the best looking diving elbow drop. Yeah. Looks awesome. And the crowd bought the near fall. Yeah. It looks so good. It was so on the money. The crowd bought the near fall and Eric Young couldn't believe it. After that, it was pretty much a foregone conclusion. Yeah. Samoa Joe goes for a back body drop again. Eric Young teased the pile driver. Dude, that was I cool. love that. And the crowd went great. They're like, I think the crowd really thought that they were going to see a pile driver. Yeah. I think I think they really, really thought they were going to see a pile driver. Was this for the title? Yeah, uh, I don't know. They didn't say. Uh, or maybe they did say, and I just don't know. Uh, corner STO, Muscle Bluster, and a Coquita Clutch. And then that's the end. And this is a pretty good episode of Impact. Yeah, of KOF uh, Max Impact Dream Match. Because it's really just TNA is doing their dream match. <laughs> they, they, yeah. Um, it it um, really was like watching a good episode of TNA, yeah. but only an hour long and with people that are far more interesting. <laughs> so. Better booked and uh, and people actually uh, care about the wrestlers. Yep. Uh, I really liked how this, I know we mentioned it already, but I really liked how this episode was shot. I'm sorry. Somebody, Utel, Ultini, I don't know, in the chat said, I heard he looked at the camera with his banana. Uh, squared circle kept saying it was a reference. He didn't look at the camera with his banana. A <laughs> reference to what? <laughs> Donkey Kong. <laughs> he looked at the camera with his banana. Guys, that's a nod. Yeah. Guys, that's a, he's referencing something. He Scott. is, he, he had a banana and he looked at the camera. It's gotta mean something. Yeah, you know what? It's a reference to uh, Honey, I Shrunk the Kids when uh, that kid's having... Uh... When the kid had the potassium problem! That's like the third one. Is it? Yeah! That's like not the first one, and I'm pretty sure it's not Honey, I Blew Up the Kid. It's like the third one. It's Honey... It's it's when the parents shrink. we shrink ourselves? Yeah. Yes, it is. It's like the third one. Okay. That's not good. Doesn't mean I didn't see it. I saw it too. Do you think Nanner tribute <laughs> Super Monkey Ball? <laughs> it's a tribute to Super Monkey Ball. It is. Yeah. It's definitely a tribute to Super Monkey Ball. Yep. Awesome. I didn't see the episode. That's just what they said. He's so... <laughs> I didn't see it. Oh my God. I didn't see it. Oh, that's so funny. Lucha Underground. Every match is for a medallion tonight. Dario Cueto and Katrina are talking backstage in, uh, about Mil Muertes and uh, Matanza. We're going to see Mil Muertes versus Manzanita Soul for the title next week. Man. Brian, it's going to be Grave Consequences. Wait! Grave Consequences is just one coffin. Yeah. This is going to have four coffins. And it's going to be graver consequences. Yeah. I don't really see how Four Coffins changes anything. Four Coffins. Other than it makes it easier to lose? Four Coffins. Four Coffins. That's going to be crazy. It's going to be a great match. Anyway. Oh, it's going to be incredible, but I don't know how four coffins makes it any more dire. I One coffin makes it dire. Yeah. Because there's only one place to put somebody. Yeah. Four coffins just means there are more places to put somebody. So does that mean it's easier to lose and that's why it's more grave? But that seems... I, I guess. That seems... There's something we don't understand that'll be better explained when we watch it. I doubt it. Is that a Sandlot reference? Fuck yeah. It is. Congratulations. Uh, one coffin for each limb. We were talking about it, and I think that you said, like, so what, you're going to have to put someone in one coffin and then take them out and put them in another coffin? Yeah. Why would you do that? Like, the best uh, three out of, uh, two out of three uh, falls match. Like, I don't, <laughs> I didn't really understand it, but, I, I mean, the match is going to be great. Yep. It's, well, not great, but I, I have no doubt. Oh, it's going to be great. Be, yeah. I have no doubt it's going to be yeah. incredible. These, it's two giant guys who are working to put each other in a coffin. That's fucking 90s cool. Yep. That's awesome. Yeah, it's, it's going to be great. I'm excited. I just didn't want to overhype, but yeah, it's going to be awesome. The Disciples of Death come out and get buried as well. No, there are no more Disciples of Death. They became one Disciple of Death, and you will see him later tonight. Uh, Marty the Moth Martinez against the Mac. The Mac dives, 
immediately. I mean, starts the match with, with his dive. jacket on. Mm-hmm. Then he hits a vertical suplex into a Northern Light suplex into a German suplex. That was awesome. Yep. Uh, Marty the Moth Martinez finally gets in control, takes off his shirt, and throws it at Melissa Santos on the outside. Before this match started, Melissa was doing the ring intros, and he was standing behind her trying to touch her, and she like, she like fucking swatted his hand it, away. It was, it was he's so creepy. Yep. And fuck, I love that he's from La Jolla. Yeah. I like you have to think regional humor and regional stuff like that is awesome. I was listening to Comedy Bang Bang, mm-hmm. and uh they were talking they were making fun of uh Tom Lennon from uh Reno 911, and he's on the odd couple or something, some CBS show that's like on TV, whatever. They they remade it. Mm-hmm. And uh Yeah, because you need to make that. Hey, he's making a lot of money, good for Tom Lennon. Hey, I'm but happy for him. They were making fun of him going like, Oh, he drives his Tesla around. No, nah, he doesn't even lease it, man. He owns that. Yeah, he puts stickers on it and I don't know if Scott Ackerman will, like, like what? Like a bumper sticker? Like a 91X bumper sticker? And the other, Paul F. Tompkins and Jason Manzoukas just went, what is that? And he just went, San Diego radio station. <laughs> Why exactly, exactly. Why it's, it's, it's regional humor, and I love regional shit like that. You have to, La Jolla is the rich part of San Diego. Uh-huh. Like the super rich part of San Diego. So you have to think about whatever city, the guy who wrote in about Dearborn, Michigan. Yeah. Whatever the expensive part of town is around where you live, where you go like, oh, only rich people are there. That's where Marty the Moth Martinez is from. Uh, Hainong Man. Oh, we're getting we're getting some Hainong Mans in the chat. Don't worry about it. Uh, are you showing a little 91X right yeah. now? Yeah, just so they know what this, uh, what this logo looks like. Oh, it's, dude, hey, it's the same logo too. Yeah, oh, I know. Yeah. That's why 91X is shit. Dude, 91X rules. There you go, 91X. Been that way for, what, 30 years? Yep. If it is not 91X, it is not 91X. That's their that's their motto right now. 1983. Yep. Oh, dude. The, the X in the name I always thought was cool, and it's because they're broadcast from Mexico. Yeah. All, a lot of uh, stations. But I think it's like... I think a lot of them have, like, American call letters. That one has Mexican call letters. That's right, yeah. It's like XEC or something. The only other one that had it was uh, Z90? Because they would say uh, XAMA Baja California. No, that was 91X. Really? Yep. Wow, damn. Yep. 91X. That's what's up. Regional humor. Mm-hmm. That's what's going on. Um, yep. that, to- <laughs> that says kicks. <laughs> 91X look like QIX. Listen, you motherfucker. <laughs> Q106 is a long gone station that oh, I used fuck. to love. Oh, man. All right. Damn, I'm fucking killing him right now. Uh, there's a corner exploder by, uh, I think Marty the Moth, and then all of a sudden the Mac hits a stunner, and then an airplane spin into a stunner, and the Mac wins and gets a medallion. Yep. I love it. Great. And I, and I don't know if uh, anybody else noticed, but, uh, Marty the Moth had the same pattern on the back yeah, of his as, tights. Yeah, as Mariposa. Yep. Yeah, he, he's had that for a while now. I, I really and, like and that. And it's very cool. Yep. Uh. Very, very, very cool. Yep. Love it. Uh, Katrina and Cuerno are backstage. Katrina, uh says that uh, Cuerno is in a match tonight for a, for a medallion and she's going to fuck him up. And he says, no, nah, I'm going to fuck you up. Fuck you. And when I win the championship, I'm going to go after whoever the champion is. Doesn't Did matter if it's Bill Muertes. Yeah, fuck you. Chinga tu madre. Oh, fuck! You just do that shit? I did. Oh, my God. Chingada. Hey, Nong, man. Uh, Dario Cueto and Sexy Star are backstage. Um... Jason Manzoukas tried to say hang on man and fucked it all up and said hang on man and so they just now they just say that as like a reset like when they go too far with a bit they just go hang on man and then if three people say it then they reset hang on man hang on man <laughs> <laughs> I love Jason Manzoukas uh, Dario Cueto and Sexy Star backstage they talk about Dario's mom he says that I've seen the change in your eyes. You're afraid of Mariposa. I'm going to give you the opportunity in a no moss match to take it to her. It's going to be for a medallion. Here's the thing. I saw that same fear. I had that same fear. Me and my brother, we had that that hatred for our mother who was a fucking crazy bitch. And the only way to make, make it stop was to fight back. Yep. And he said the secret is after you defeat her, after you make her say no moss, don't stop. And it was like, oh, fuck. Dario Cueto? was, like, helpful. Yeah. He, He's sinister, 
But in this, I mean, I, he's like booking the best thing that he can to make yeah. the most money. His motivation is still solid here. But everything that he said to Sexy Star, I was like, yeah, yeah, you got to fuck her up, Sexy Star. Yeah. Yeah. You yeah. got to get back to who you used to be. Yeah. You got to live Moss so that yep. she says no Moss. Yep. So you go, you go out there and you kick some ass, Tiger. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm very excited for this match. So. I mean, they, they, oh, they built it here just in, just in case, like, not just in case, but like they did a really good job of building it here for like, hey, there's going to be a no Moss match. Yeah. And you're like, yeah, I don't really know. Okay, cool. Oh yeah, no, now I'm really in. Yeah, fuck yeah, let's fuck it up. Um, that's it. I liked it. Yeah. Sinestro de la Muerte against King Cuerno. Lots of drop kicks by Cuerno right off the bat. He's going for the arrow from the depth of hell, but Katrina hits him in the back of the head with the rock. And then Sinestro de la Muerte hits John Cena's diving leg drop to the back of the head of Cuerno. And that's it. Yeah. He, Cuerno lost. Cuerno got fucking rocked. I can't believe it. Yep. Uh, she goes for the lick of death at the end, mm-hmm. but, like, doesn't do it? No. She, like, stops and then fucking slaps him. Yeah. Yep. Uh, I like it. Blood feud here. Hell yeah. Um, we got Masquerita Sagrada and Famous B. Back- hey, Famous B got his new client, Masquerita Sagrada, a match tonight, Brian. Yeah. And you know what? It's for a medallion. Mm-hmm. This person already holds a medallion, but they're willing to put the medallion on the line mm. tonight. Against Masquerita Sagrada. Then we get Chavo and Dario Cueto backstage. And Dario Cueto is doing paperwork. Chavo comes in and he goes, How come I don't have a match for a medallion? And Dario Cueto goes, I don't think you deserve it. But I want a match for the medallion. I don't think you deserve it. You don't. You haven't earned one. Yep. And I've then, given you opportunities. Yep. You fucked them up. And then Ch- and Chavo goes, Well, I want a medallion. I don't care. And then Chavo leaves, and Dario Cueto just rolls his eyes and goes back to paperwork. Hey, man, I feel the same way about Chavo Guerrero. Yep. There you go. Uh, so now we get Masquerita Sagrada, who gets introduced by Famous B and accompanied to the ring by the lovely Brenda. Masquerita Sagrada will be facing for a medallion. The machine, oh my God. Cage, Cage is at the top of the stairs and posing. They cut to Masquerita Sagrada looking at Famous B like, what the fuck did you just do? Masquerita Sagrada gets on his knees and starts doing Hail Marys. And then because he needs, <laughs> because he needs to put on about six feet and about 240 pounds, he starts doing pushups. <laughs> it is oh man that is like the best oh. i think it's so fucking funny the way they did that yeah i fucking loved it uh i thought that masquerita sagrada was like fun to watch before the match and then during the match yeah, he was great because cage sold for everything yeah it, it really made it seem like he was you know, a viable, like, contender is just Cage is a fucking machine. So Cage is selling all over for, all over the place for this guy who's just running and chopping and attacking and kicking and doing his best to just knock Cage down until Masquerita Sagrada jumps off the rope. Cage just catches him, puts him in a fireman's carry, looks at the camera and goes, I'm sorry, don't blame me. Famous B did this. Blame him. And then gives Masquerita Sagrada what I can only describe as an F10. It's an F5, but he throws him so hard, he just spins one more time. (laughs) It was... Oh, my God. Insane. It was great. Like, holy shit. I loved this match. It was was so much fun. It showed that this show can... uh, I'm sorry, it, it... Allowed these guys to have a fun program yep. in the middle of what's normally kind of a serious show. Yep. So it, it and then it got wackier. It got even more wacky because post match Brenda goes into the ring with Famous B and then like crawls over to Masquerita Sagrada and she's like checking on him mm. and then Cage is like leaning down and going like Yeah, man, I don't, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, whatever. Chavo comes out of nowhere, steals the medallion mm-hmm. and runs up the stairs to get away. And Famous B goes, "You just got robbed." 
And Cage goes, no, I won. And he, no. goes, and he goes, no, you just got robbed. And he points to Chavo. Cage turns around and sees Chavo with a medallion and chases after him. And I can't think of anything more terrifying. Oh, my God. And then Famous V helps Mascarita Sagrada to the back saying, don't worry, you'll get him next time. Perfect. Well, he got fame. Yep. So, Love it. I, so God, much fun. The only time Cage left his feet is when he did an F10. <laughs> I love this match. Oh, oh I my think God. It was, I think it was so funny. Mariposa against Sexy Star in a no-moss match. Uh, triple suplex and a single-leg Boston Crab to start the match off. There's an Indian deathlock by Mariposa with a whole bunch of kicks to the back of Sexy Star. I yeah. really like that. Um, bunch of chest chops by Sexy Star. Steel cage to throat on the outside by Mariposa. And she starts throwing chairs into chairs Man. into the throat of Sexy Star. Jesus. I thought that was so fucking cool. Sexy Star fights back, starts beating Mariposa with a chair, and then, um, how do you describe this? Mariposa is seated with her back against the wall. Mm -hmm. Her legs are spread. Sexy Star puts a chair on its side into uh, the splayed legs of Mariposa, yeah. and then tees off on it like a baseball bat on a baseball. She's just cleaving. She's cleaving. She's got chop wood. I don't. It was. I mean, fuck. Ugh. Oh man, Ugh. it was pretty. Uh, uh. It was pretty rough. Uh, they fight up the top of the stairs. Mariposa tears at Sexy Star's mask. Sexy and uh, Mariposa start climbing up scaffolding where they're above the crowd. They're fighting. They're teasing, throwing Sexy Star off beating the shit out of Sexy Star, and now she's bleeding. Blood all over the place. And I'm pretty sure it's fake blood. Yeah. Um, she's bleeding all over the place, all through the mask and everything. And, um... I don't know, because she kept bleeding all over the place. I don't think... I don't think so. I think it was just... I think it was fake blood. I don't think she was actually... I don't think she gigged. Mm. I really don't. Like, they were so far away, and all the cameras were so far away. Yeah. It just... It makes more sense, because the mask was already torn. It just makes sense you put blood in there. Mm. It makes sense to me to, to do that. Uh, so the tea's getting tossed off. There's the blood. They climb back down. All of a sudden, Sexy Star's in, er, in, in control. Marty comes out of nowhere and attacks. But then he slams Sexy Star's head into a gate at the top above yeah. everything. And then the Mac comes down and saves Sexy Star. Um, Mariposa and Sexy Star fight down to the bottom. There's trash can spots where uh, Mariposa gets put in trash cans and kicked and hit with a whole bunch of shit. Um, there's an Indian death lock locked in on Sexy Star, and the ref asks, do you say no moss? What's up? No moss, no moss. And then Sexy Star yells, fuck you. She yells, fuck you. That is so cool. Oh, man, that, I popped for that. Yep. Uh, now Sexy Star is choking Mariposa. Marty makes the save. The Mac makes the save on Marty. Mm-hmm. I didn't like that. That's my one complaint about this match. Marty kept interfering, but Sexy never got one up on Marty. Yeah. Why? I mean, I guess they're going to save it for like the tag match. Yeah. But I just think she could have gotten one up here where she could have low blowed him or done something to like, oh, now he turned around and then the Mac pounces him or something. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Shown some kind of tag effort that would have been like a DQ and another. I, don't, I just didn't like that. Yeah, um, maybe it was just that her focus was only on Mariposa. I guess. Um, Armbar and Mariposa says uh, no moss, and then there's a post-match beating by Sexy Star, and that is how we go out of this episode. What did you think of Lucha Underground? I was so impressed with every part of this show. What a dynamic show that gave you, like, one of the best matches I've seen on this program, which mm -hmm. is saying a lot. Yep. Because, man, like... In, in Lucha Underground, this is one of the things that I, that I wrote for this match for uh, Mariposa uh, versus Sexy Star. Yeah. In Lucha Underground, I think it's the only place where silence is reverenced. Yeah. Like, they go up on the scaffolding. They go... They know something is going to happen. They being the believers. Yeah. They will, they will get quiet for it, and it's not bad. It's actually, like... We're we're so glued. It's the same reason I like I barely remember to take notes every week. Mm-hmm. I'm so glued to the fucking match that I forget about doing anything else but pay attention to it. Mm-hmm. Great, great show front to back. Really, really love this. So awesome. So had a really, excited. Had a really great time watching yeah. it. 
Like, it, genuinely, Lucha Underground is, like, my favorite wrestling that we get to watch every week. Me so. too. And it's not even, like, have to watch, it's get to watch. Yeah. I, I feel, I feel very, I just feel happy every time I watch it. Yep. It's, it's very, very good. I, I save it every week. I, I watch it every Saturday morning. And every Saturday morning, I text Eric and I just say, hey, do you want to watch cartoons? <laughs> we have, like... You have to watch NXT first, and then you have to watch Lucha Underground. Yeah, so. so I'll watch NXT during the week, whatever, it doesn't really matter, but I'll save Lucha Underground for me to just sit down, relax, yep. and just chill watch it, because it's it's so much fun. Yep, it's a great show. Yep. So let's get on to Raw, which I enjoyed. Mm-hmm. Jericho comes out and does a highlight reel, Big Cass interrupts, gets in his face. Um, Cass does a really good job of holding his own here against Jericho. I agree. They're going to get in the fight, but Jericho backs off, and uh, they don't until Jericho gets booted off the apron. Backstage, Jericho tells Stephanie that all these wrestlers in the new generation or the new era or whatever, they're all there's no respect. And then uh, Stephanie says Cass's catchphrase and Jericho's catchphrase and makes a match. Jericho versus Big Cass tonight in the main event. Okay. That's fun. It'll be a good time. Um... I don't like that Stephanie has to get herself over in every segment, but whatever. Yeah, but the but I feel like they're really trying to establish a, a new character for her. So no, it's a swerve. They're going the other way. Triple I H know. is going to come back, and it's going to be Triple H and Shane McMahon doing some kind of program at SummerSlam. That's what's going to happen. Yeah, that's all. That's all. That's all. And I keep telling myself, and it's not worth it because it's so stupid. It's such a waste. Uh, Ziggler versus Baron Corbin. Uh, Baron Corbin gets an inset promo. Ziggler is the biggest victim of overbooking matches and 50-50 booking. Yep. He is the biggest victim of, I have to watch this match again, and who gives a fuck who wins and who loses? Because every match is a roll-up, every match is some kind of weird finish, a count-out, whatever, and I have to keep watching it over and over and over and over again. And I feel and I'm, bad for him. And I'm, I'm, Yeah, me too, and I'm just tired of it. Uh... I don't even feel bad for him. I just, like, I'm tired of him. Yeah. Um, Baron Corbin wrestles in skinny jeans. Like Batista. Like Batista. I hope he splits his pants. <laughs> heat on Ziggler, who comes back with a famouser. Uh, Zigzag gets tossed off until he gets hit with a huge deep six. Like, they spin two times. It <laughs> looked great. And then Baron Corbin hits end of days for a clean win. Uh, clean as a sheet, as they say. Uh, yep. Over Dolph Ziggler in the middle of the ring. One, two, three. Yep. Shane McMahon, Charlotte, and Ric Flair backstage. Rick is banned from ringside uh, for tonight's match and for the match at the pay-per-view. Awesome. Okay. Uh, the club cuts a promo. They're calling uh, Al- uh, Gallows, Anderson, and Styles the club. Um, they just cut a promo about how AJ Styles didn't use the chair, but whatever. Um, did, did you tweet out last night or today the picture of the best Animorphs book cover? I, I tweeted it last night. I thought that was really funny. That was so funny. Yep. Uh, I thought that was really, really funny. Uh, it was just a shot. Of, I, you can go to our Twitter at Go Home Show and you can see a picture. It's AJ Styles in the front and Carl Anderson in the middle and Doc Gallows in the back. And it's just, the. it looks like, I'm so excited for the next Animorphs novel. And it just looks like they're morphing. It looks really, it looks it's really awesome. Good. Yep. Uh, Fondango versus R-Truth. For some reason, my finger uh, slipped, and we skipped the whole match. Yeah, it was weird. It was really weird. I was, I was so upset that I didn't get to see that. I match. just, I don't know what, I don't know what happened. Yeah, I just like, and it wouldn't let us rewind. Yep, uh, it was odd. It was really, really wacky. Um, now we get uh, Charlotte. Or no, wait, I'm sorry. There was an IC title thing backstage with all the guys who were involved in the IC title match. Sammy Zayn comes in, and he says, "Hey, I want to be in the IC title match. There's gonna be a triple threat." Yeah. IC title match. Sami Zayn says, you heard the crowd when I grabbed that title. Everybody wants to see me in the IC title match. I'll prove myself. Let me take on Miz tonight. If I win, put me in the match. Yep. Okay. That's cool. Yep. I, lo- I love that wrestlers are getting the, um, like, the the chance and the, and the like, uh, the push to go and actually be, uh, you know, the ones forging their own path. Yep. Really, really like that. Sami Zayn put himself in this match. It makes me feel like, hey, the IC title really means something. Yep. It's it's really exciting, but uh, yeah, it's, it it it's still funny though because he he just loses. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um. So they give him the opportunity, Miz versus Sami Zayn tonight. Uh, he if he wins, he's in the number one contenders match, or he's in the match. Uh, Charlotte versus Paige. Flair's banned from ringside, and Natty's on commentary. Uh, she says to follow two pause guys. Follow two pause on Instagram, please. 
Um, if you can, just that'd be great. Uh, also, Brian, hmm? it's a beautiful day in Omaha. Yeah, it's a beautiful day in Omaha. Yeah, I mean, what did, uh, what did you think about this match? I think it's a beautiful day in Omaha. Okay, did you think the uh, the interference by Flair was Brian? Uh, I don't know what I didn't make clear. It's a beautiful day in Omaha. Okay, uh, but what about um, you know when beautiful o- day in Omaha? She she kept repeating it, and I don't know why. I don't know why. I didn't get it at all. No. Nope. Uh, so there's heat on Paige throughout. Paige rallies. The match is moving a little bit slow, but then it picks up with Paige hits a superplex, and the crowd starts getting super hot for this match. Yeah. They start, like, when you give this crowd anything, super hot. Yep. Super hot for this match. I really, really liked it. I had a great time. I mean, the crowd tonight at, uh, in... in where were they since then? Omaha. Omaha, Nebraska? Omaha! It's a great the great day in Omaha! Oh, I thought that's where the pay-per-view was at. No. Uh, well, good crowd. <laughs> um, there's a roll-up by Charlotte. She puts her feet on the ropes, but uh, Paige kicks out. Natty causes interference up on the apron. Ric Flair is very upset about this and comes down to ringside. Yep. He gets in Natty's face, and then Shane's music hits. He comes down. He comes down with a bunch of refs. And they all have to get Ric Flair out. Get out. Ric Flair looked like what happens when you get a possum or a raccoon in your backyard and you're trying to get it out and you're like, hey, psst, hey, psst, hey, psst, hey, psst, hey. And it goes. <laughs> and then eventually it leaves. That's Ric Flair was like a raccoon. He looked like a raccoon man. It was so funny. It was awesome. Oh, uh, and then that caused a distraction to Charlotte. And uh, there's a roll-up by Paige. And the crowd is fucking nuts that Paige got the win here. Yeah. They loved it. I thought it was a great match. Yep. Uh, it it made me excited for the uh, for the championship match at, um, at Extreme Rules. It made Paige look good. It. Uh... I don't like when, when champions get pinned mm-hmm. and i think the distraction roll-up is too much especially when they do it eight times on this fucking show yeah i think they did it a lot um but whatever um i liked it otherwise no no real complaints i guess mm-hmm. um zane against the miz i love the miz in everything he does except wrestling and he's been having better matches because the people he wrestles are very very good. yeah he's been wrestling good people yeah uh the miz gets how to build a character he comes down to, like, he walks on red carpet, he dresses the way that he does, Maurice looks like a lion tamer or something. Like, what? what is her outfit? Uh, everything about it is great. Yeah. JBL, who was uh, just bad on commentary, like always, said, this is just like, Jay- like Jay-Z and Beyonce. Thanks, man. Well, a lot of arm drags and quick pins early by Sami Zayn. Sami Zayn dives to the outside, but Maurice pulls, uh, Maurice pulls the Miz out of the way. So Sami Zayn goes and fights on the outside and hits a barricade moonsault. Out of nowhere. Yep. And they fight back into the ring. Sami Zayn gets tossed over the top rope, face first into the steps, and then we get heat on Zayn. Uh, the, I realize tonight that The Miz has the same haircut that he had in the real world season 10. When he was on the real world, it is the same haircut. Look it up. Yep. It's, just, it's the same. Yep. It's weird that he does. So um, Miz locks in a figure four. He's trying for the figure eight, which is twice as good. It's twice as good. I'm sure. Two times as good. Yeah. And then, two uh, times. yep, two times. Twice as good. Times it by two. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sami Zayn gets to the ropes. There's a roll up with the ropes, but the ref sees uh, with the Miz on that roll up. Yeah. And then he charges, the Miz charges at Sami Zayn, who hits him with a corner exploder and a haluva kick that looked like it fucking killed the Miz. That's it. Yep. And Sami Zayn's in the match. He won. That's yeah. It. I would have liked him to not win clean. Uh, I thought that they put a lot of emphasis on him having two warning, um, Miz having two warnings, and when Zayn went for the Haluva kick, yep, he should have been pulled out. That's just me. Eric made the point that Zayn's not going to win the championship, mm-hmm. so it's fine to have him get a legitimate win over an IC champion because then later on down the line he could say, "I've pinned an IC champion. Yep. I still deserve to be here." Yep. He he looks he looks good. Moving forward without having to win the big one. Yeah. And, and that's what that character is right now. Yeah. Uh, you can't just get him over by losing. He has to win. He yeah. has to win occasional big ones that aren't huge. Exactly. And that's what this one was. Yeah. Uh, Becky cuts a promo backstage. Emma interrupts. And then she says, you better have eyes in the back of your head. And then all of a sudden, Dana Brooke debuts. Fuck yeah. She jumps Becky and pats her on the head. My and, future wife. Holy shit. That's crazy. That's it. 
Up, up, down, down, eats a Domino's pizza. Yum. Right. Zack Ryder and Shane McMahon are backstage. Kevin Owens interrupts, and Shane makes Owens versus Ryder for the IC title spot in the in the uh, now-fatal four-way match at the pay-per-view. It's great. Okay. They spent more time in this episode of Raw on the IC title than they did on the World Heavyweight Championship. Yep. And, 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 and they, that and, isn't bad. Nope, and they have been doing that, and I like it a lot. It isn't bad. Yep. It's okay. This is the top title. It's okay if it's not always top billing. Yep. Uh, yeah, I liked it a lot. I like the uh, I like the push for the icy title here. It meant a lot. Um, Tom Phillips interviews the Rock's cousins. They all say that they're the Rock's cousins. Yeah, Oos. Jesus uh, Christ. Oos versus all. Gotcha. Uh, Rusev versus Sinkara. I thought this was a squash match, but it wasn't. There's a lot of stares down on uh, Rusev staring at Kalisto. Mm-hmm. Sinkara rallies back with a DDT, a lion salt, uh, dive to the outside, and then he misses a senton on the inside. Uh, yes, senton. This is where Rusev uh, comes back. Kalisto distracts Rusev, and then Lana distracts the ref, and then Kalisto kicks Rusev in the head, and Sinkara pins Rusev and gets a clean win. Well, I mean, clean. Clean, clean, yeah. He gets a win. This match is book weird. It's really backwards. Also, stop doing distraction roll ups. Please. I get it. You guys like distraction roll-ups. Stop. The club versus the Rock's cousins. Uh, there's a triple team on Carl Anderson to start. I call them the Empire, which is what oh. they should be called. They should be. They should be called the Empire. Um, Carl Anderson wins the first fall against Unoso. You know how? Roll-up. Fucking distraction roll-up! Yeah, oos. The ref is distracted. He doesn't see Gall- uh, Galloway. Luke Gallows hit Unoso in the head, and then Carl Anderson pins him. Okay. Uh, Tuso rolls up Carl Anderson. So that's two roll-ups in a row. Fucking stop it. Uh, phenomenal forearm to Tuso. Then AJ eliminates him. Superman punch takes out Gallows. Now it's AJ versus Reigns. AJ hits a Pele kick. There's a forearm to the outside by AJ Styles. AJ gets tossed over a table. Reigns goes for a powerbomb on the outside through the table, but Carl Anderson and uh, Gallows attack Reigns. The Usos come down. They all brawl. Spears to both members of the club. AJ hits an Inziguri. There's a face-off now. AJ's on the apron. Mm-hmm. Reigns is on the inside. There's a chair on the inside with Roman Reigns. He picks up the chair. He puts it down in front of AJ and kicks it over to him. AJ, who's on the outside, takes the chair, kicks it back over to Reigns and says, pick it up. Pick it up. Reigns goes to pick it up. Awesome. Some more face-off. The crowd is 50-50 split, chanting super hard for Roman and super hard for AJ. A little bit more towards Roman. (laughs) I thought it was really good. And then AJ kind of half goes for the phenomenal forearm. Uh, Reigns ducks out of the way. AJ goes out of the ring. And then they play Roman Reigns music as he stands tall in the ring. That's it. This was a hell of a main event. It was great. There's uh, still two more. This main event was awesome. Two more matches. What a great ending to Raw this was. There's still... I thought that the way that this... Uh, the way you go out here on Raw was so great. Um, and then we get Zack Ryder versus Kevin Owens. Uh, Kevin Owens does a headlock. And then he teases an, a- an apron powerbomb. But Ryder reverses. There's a missed cannonball. And a broski boot on the barricade. And then a pop-up powerbomb out of nowhere. Again, a great main event with the club versus uh, Rock, the Rock's cousins. Then we get a big cast promo. And again, great main event on Raw, the the club and the Rock's cousins. And we get the New Day coming out and cutting a promo. The vaude villains have an inset promo as the New Day comes out. The uh, they the New Day says that the vaude villains want to go back to to a better time that wasn't so kind to people like the New Day. You know, smartphone users. You know, guys guys who use smartphones. <laughs> I thought this was a great promo. It was. It was, um, it was really funny. The New the new Day dominates through most of this match uh, until they do the Unicorn Stampede. Xavier Woods goes to use the trombone. The Vaude villains come out and attack Xavier Woods. This causes a distraction by Kofi. Devon pulls Kofi in and kills him with a clothesline. There's a post-match beatdown on the New Day by the Vaude villains. And the club versus the Rock's cousins was, dude, just like such a good main event. Mm-hmm. I thought this was like a great way to end Raw. Yeah, the post um, show was awesome. Yeah, I think the the ending of Raw with uh, the club against the Rock's cousins, I thought was really, really good. 
Um, so then we get uh, Big Cass versus Jericho. Uh, Big Cass makes his way down to the ring, and then Jericho, the lights go out, Jericho's posing. Then all of a sudden you see the light jacket get tossed and tumbled, and then somebody goes back and hits Jericho's pose and then walks through the dark all the way to the ring, and the lights come on when they're posing in the ring, and they turn, and it's Dean Ambrose. Okay, so there's no main event match. Nope. Uh, Dean Ambrose tears up the jacket. Uh, Jericho tries to get away. He's yelling about how his jacket costs $15,000. Cass tosses Jericho around on the outside, then tosses him to the inside where he gets hit with dirty deeds. And, uh, Dean Ambrose uses fabric scissors to tear up the jacket. Shane and Stephanie are backstage saying, we make a great team, sis. Okay. And then the main event of the club versus Roman Reigns and the Rock's cousins, I thought was really good. Yes. And, uh, yeah, there you go. That's Raw. What'd you think? It, it was good. I mean, it, it was, I would say it's the worst one, or not as good as the ones we've had for the past two, three months, but it wasn't bad. No. Saying the worst uh, isn't accurate. It, nope. it just wasn't as good as the rest, but it's fine. Yep. You got payback in two weeks. This was kind of the little, like, you know, valley before the 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 two peaks, because uh, we're going to get one more, and then that's it. Yep. For, for, uh, for yeah, yeah, because, because we rules. have the, uh, we have Extreme Rules yeah. coming up. Uh, came up really fast. Came up really fast. So, uh, yeah, I guess that that's not quite the go-home show for Raw, but it's pretty close. And uh, there you go. Yeah. That'll do it. It will. Guys, that's it. Episode 105 of the go-home show is done. If you guys want to get a hold of us, you can. Hit us up on Twitter at gohomeshow, facebook.com slash thegohomeshow, gohomeshow at mega64.com is the email address. Uh, the Wait, hang on. Gohomeshow at mega64.com, right? Thegohomeshow.tumblr.com, right? Facebook.com slash thegohomeshow. YouTube.com slash Eric Bedours, where you can watch the video version of the podcast every week. We also stream it live at twitch.tv slash mega64podcast, Tuesdays at 7.45 p.m. Pacific. If you want to uh, hang out with all these folks, uh, about 100 people come and, and chill out every week, so come and say hi. Uh, but that's it. If you subscribe to us on iTunes and leave us a review, or don't, it doesn't really matter. I don't think we really care one way or the other. Uh, but that's it! Episode 105 of the Go Home Show. It's in the books. Brian, yep. anything you want to say to these fine folks before we take off? Yeah, Oos, what's up, Oos? Go home, Oos.